Hey, welcome to the Banter and Such podcast. I'm Brando. And I'm Owen. And this week we are talking about Shang-Chi. And we are going to be playing a very special game today for today's episode. Oh, and yeah. we encourage you to play along with us. Uh-huh. Is every single time someone mispronounces a name, you, you have to a drink. drink. Yes. Yep. And with us, we have two very special guests, both returning guests. Woohoo! First and foremost, we have Audrey Watts. Yay! And uh, she was on the Marvel Cinematic Universe episode, which is perfect because this hello, is a Marvel hello, movie. Hello, yes. Hello. And then lastly, we have Ryan Puckett, but also moniker's Puck. What up, Puck? It's called a nickname. Nickname, moniker, same thing. <laughs> mm. so that's Puffy. a real churched up way to say nickname. But... Yeah. Well, hey, look, I'm a churched <laughs> up type of guy. And Puck, you were on the Loki, Loki episode. episode. Uh, yeah, I was. I should have been on the Marvel Cinematic one and the yeah, Pokemon well, Go one. Yeah, well, I should have been on the Loki but, one, you know, so, you know. Yeah. I had a lot, to, I had a lot to say about those episodes. I was like, God, God damn it. All right. <laughs> we keep hearing that. We're getting yeah. some feedback on a lot of our episodes of things we forgot about or got wrong. Look, yeah. look we really only got about like an hour and a half to talk about <laughs> yeah. this, and we're all nerds, so look. We're just kind of fumbling through everything. Yeah. So, wow, this movie. Why are we talking about this movie, Owen? Well, first... Let's get into some BS. There we go. <laughs> I forgot again. Yeah, you nailed forget. it. There we go. The script is literally in front of me. Yes, it is. <laughs> uh, we're talking about this movie just because, you know, as you've heard through this podcast, we're all huge Marvel nerds. And when this movie came out, we just had to go see it. Oh, yeah. And I'm going to say this right now. First off, we're going to get into spoilers. So if you haven't seen this movie already, Turn it there's going to be a lot of fucking spoilers. We're going deep, baby. And there's a lot of good spoilers. All in. I thought we were just talking about the trailer. It's safe to say that there's no way home. Well, you know what? Let me, let me ask out. you that because I had feelings about this. Like, were you like hype about this movie before you saw it? I thought it looked cool. I didn't. I mean, I was like, it's a character that I didn't really have any commitment to. Uh, and I saw a little, you know, I saw the the abomination in the trailer and saw Wong, and I was like, okay, like this. It seems like it's gonna be fun. It looks like a cool action movie. I, I don't know really much about it, but I mean it's Marvel. Of course, I'm going to watch it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I wasn't I wasn't like as hyped as I was for other iterations of Marvel movies that I'm like I know that character and I'm very invested in them. But coming out of it, I will say Same. this is probably one of the best Marvel movies they've made in a while. Like, Ooh, that's high praise. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I want to say the same, though, because like I was a diehard Doctor Strange fan. So I was like, all right, cool. I'm stoked for this. This is going to be great. But like to be completely honest, even as somebody who's super into the lore that's behind Doctor Strange, I didn't expect it to be nearly as incredible as it was. Oh, yeah. It, I, yeah. I am definitely head over heels I think the, I think the cinematography yeah. had a lot to oh. do with that. Like. See, like, I was not hype at all for this movie. Like, uh, and I didn't have any feelings about it. I didn't I didn't know anything about this character. No, I talked think about all of us, like, at all. Yeah, don't have had any idea who Shang-Chi uh, was. Like, the first time I saw the trailer, I was like, who the hell is that? Like, they're really going into the, the deep cuts here. But, like, you know, I watched the trailers you know and i was like all right cool i'm at this point where i'm like all right it's a marvel movie i'm probably gonna enjoy it it's probably gonna be fun so i had no feelings going into it and i watched this movie and i was like holy shit but did you cry yeah i (laughs) i cried did you cry really i cried but i'm a baby you cry at all the marvel movies (laughs) except for dr strange which is funny because it's my favorites yeah it's the only one i haven't cried at Dude, I, I like there was a time I was sitting literally next to Owen and there was a time where I turned to him and I was like, Woo! Yeah. And that it was the bus scene. The bus scene. Uh the bus scene is oh. where I was like, Okay, I'm in. Like, I'm in. This is fun. Oh yeah. Oh no. yeah. I have big feelings about that. Cause I mean, as Owen knows, like I have done stunt fighting for about a year now. And yeah. so like I was 
just stoked about all the cinematography, all the choreography, and the trainers that went into actually creating this. One of which who's gone now. Rest in peace, yeah, my boy. We're, we're, we can get into that. But yep. first, before we get into that, because I want to talk about the choreography, because that was like the best thing. Uh, I would just want to ask everybody, like on a scale of one to 10, where would you rate this movie? So I'll go first. I honestly like it's an 8.5 for me. Like it is a solid B plus movie. And it was and I have to agree with Audrey on this one of the or Puck, sorry, one of the best Marvel movies that has come out in a while. Like and we're not talking like the entourage, the ensemble movies, you know, like the the Avengers or anything like that, but like standalone As a, like a standalone movie. origin. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, like, like of, of the origin story is like. It's one of the better. Like I mean, I think Thor three is way better than the origin story. They yeah, they yeah. they mm-hmm. tend to get better as they go on. Like Captain America, the like the first soldier, or the you know Winter Soldier. What, yeah, or no, yeah. like the first, 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 yeah, first Avenger. First Avenger. Yeah. Sucked. It it wasn't yeah. good. What? Oh, you hurt my heart. I it, love that. It was one. boring Same. as fuck. They made him. Look, he, they made him look like a little baby. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then in the so second one, he came out was like, no, I'm a fucking badass. Check me out. Like the, yeah. and they, they developed him into a better character. As far as like an opening origin film story where you know almost nothing about the character. Literally. They, they introduced yeah. an entire universe yeah. within the Marvel universe. They introduced dynamic, yeah. profound characters. The cinematography, the choreography is all fantastic. Oh, yeah. And there's there's a complete story arc yep. for both him and the villain. Yeah. 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 Oh, I yeah. Can't I can't argue with any of that. So at all. On a scale of one to ten, puck. I'd give it a, an A minus. A minus. Yeah. Right. Like, well, yeah. that's not that's not one to ten. I would say nine. Nine. Yeah. That's nine. A minus nine. Okay. Yeah. Audrey. Yeah, I'm gonna go with a nine. Nine. For me. Ooh. Ooh. So I don't do a ten scale of rating because there's a, an, there's American no school guy. systems have ruined that scale. I'll give you. I'll do a five star system. A five star. Okay. I, I gave it a solid four stars. Four stars. Yeah. That's, and that's, I really liked it. Yeah. Like I agree. Like I think it was like up there with one of the best in the MCU. I mean, especially when it comes to the the, the action and the fight choreography. Yeah. It was it was exciting. It was fun. One hundred percent. So let's get into the, the choreography oh, yeah, before anything. So I want to say this for the record. This, I believe, is Marvel's first true action hero. Like, obviously, there's been great fight choreography in, like, the Captain America movies. But, like, this was, like, an actual action movie with, like, really good choreography. Mm. There was no shaky cam. There was, like, no really weird close-ups. It was, like, actual traditional martial arts. Audrey, you could just take it from there because you're – Yeah. So let's talk about that for a minute. So diehard superhero fan here, right? Mm -hmm. Big anime fan here. Big video game fan. Like, anything that has, like, fun, like, action – Packed, fun, impact, like fighting. I'm, I'm there for. But this was the first time that we saw primarily, I mean, you have very little CGI going into the actual fighting. You see real fighters doing mm-hmm. real choreography that had like not only like trademark homage paid to old fighting movies that like all of us watched who, who were stun fighters, all of us who kind of like came from that background. But like this is the first time in Marvel that we see that actually happen. Like almost, I want to say like eighty-five to ninety percent of what we saw was real choreography. Yeah, yeah. Real I'd say I, I think the closest thing that they've come to, like, uh, I think the Winter Soldier had, oh yeah, yes. fantastic yeah. fight choreography. Even I thought boyfriend. there was some really good fight choreography in Black Panther too. Um, mm, I, I didn't feel that way about Black Panther. I liked a lot of the kind of spectacle and action scene of Black Panther, but I'm definitely with you on Winter Soldier because like yeah. Winter Soldier, I think, still reigns supreme as far as like fight choreography yes. and the MCU. And they, I feel but like until Shang Chi, I mean, Shang Chi comes yeah. along and I'm like, I don't know, man. This movie, yeah. was, I mean, it, it was it was spectacular. They man. did some cool stuff that like I think paid like back to 
Winter Soldier with like the that one fight between Death Dealer and Shang, where it was like they were catching the knives in the air as they're like mm. trying to use them, which Bucky did in Winter Soldier. Yeah. Which that was cool. Oh yeah. Yeah. But the choreography, so get, to get into it, so they had Andy Chang. Chen? There we go. I'm taking a there sip. There it is. Drink yes. boys. First sip of the episode. Um <laughs> yeah. so yes, right? So Black Panther did and Winter Soldier did, but like again, how how many of those like stun fighters who were like renowned in the film world did we have like show up in like Winter Soldier yeah. or Black Panther? Also, how many of the actors in those films that we just mentioned were actually doing the stunt work? Yeah. Wait, but so in this one you're saying the, the, this, so this was a bigger deal going on behind the scenes. This is a way then. bigger deal. Yeah, oh, okay. you had you okay. had like some of the top tier stunt fighters in nice. in film yeah. come out and do like like historic work. Yeah, like yeah. first time. Oh god, I forget his name. It was the first time he ever branched away from doing like romance or taking a um, a good boy role. The guy who played dad. I'm not Tony, even trying to say his name. Tony Leung. Oh, uh, Tony Jai Wai Leong. You're I'm just gonna, definitely just, taking yeah. a sip I'm just going to sit because just, I didn't even try to say it. Uh-huh. But anyway, so evidently. You're going to say Tony Leong. Tony Leong, yeah. <laughs> I, I have his full name in front of me. Uh, yeah, Zhu Win Wu. Oh, fucking God. Win Wu. Well, you had a lot of people, in essence, taking on roles and doing fight scenes that were not only, like, obviously, like I mentioned, like, historically a big deal for, for stun fighters, but also, like, taking on roles that they've never taken on before. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like it was a big deal for for. Those I thought reasons. I thought he he played a fantastic villain, oh, like a, like flawless. a very a very nuanced villain yeah. too. Like you could tell that he like especially like, like he, he remained stoic, but like I mean, there's that scene where he's sitting on his throne, and you can see that he. I mean, he looks bored, but also like you know like in power. There's there's a scene where uh, it's like right after his 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 children like abandoned him. And he's sitting there going through the maps, and he and he hears his wife talking to yeah. him, and uh, fucking Razor Fist comes in and like interrupts him, and he like you know snaps, and you can just I mean he says so much with just his like very yeah. with his eyes, and then you know his final when he's you yeah. know he's about to depart when he's like looking at his son, and it's like you can you can tell that there's yeah like and and also I, one of my favorite lines from uh, any Marvel movie is like. When he calls the old man boy. Oh, yeah. And he's like, don't forget oh, who your yeah. elders are. And I was yeah. like, oh, shit, I completely forgot. You're he's thousands of <laughs> years old. Yeah, yeah. So, so, like, so to call like an 80 year old dude boy, I was like, <laughs> yeah. oh, that's cool. I like that. So that was Disney, a cool little moment. Yeah. Disney gave him full reign with that character. They uh, they actually told him that he could create that character into anything that he wanted mm-hmm. without doing any like prior research or really looking into who the comic book originally made him into. And he said that like, in an interview, said that he meant to come across as like a sociopath who still like cared about his family, which I feel like he really executed yeah. flawlessly yeah. in character. It was his yeah. first time in an ever doing an English speaking yeah, role. And it's the first shocking. time doing an American movie, I believe. I was just about to ask, like, where do I yeah. know him from? Because I immediately oh. recognized well, him. Well, he was in Kung Fu hustle okay and then funny enough to do that he calls young who boy who was he in Kung Fu I hustle? think he was the um the husband the property owner okay I think that was him I don't, I don't like like I the real skinny that. dude with the mustache yeah I look nothing or like Guan Bo which is and the this is other the dad guy. right the dad yeah they were both in Kung I'm Fu a, hustle I'm, I'm gonna look yeah. I've never seen Kung Fu hustle though oh, oh man I, I have I do I do recognize Kung the, Fu the, hustle the dad though. yeah are we gonna are we gonna are we gonna do the thing where we like sit down and watch all these movies Dude, I, I know right good time. Cause, cause, every time we co- have a conversation I come away with a list of movies I want to yeah. watch can we do it I'll do it 
<laughs> Kung Fu Hustle is a great one, but yeah, one of course you had the great uh, Michelle Yao. Okay, yeah, um, yeah. But, but is... before we get into that, we need to talk about why that the why we're geeking out so much about the choreography here. So, yes. like I said, there's Andy Chang who is a fight coordinator. I'm not who, sure if he's in Kung Fu Hustle. I think he is. He's not listed in the credits. Is he not? No. Then the guy that played um, Yuan Hua, right? which is Guan Bo, definitely wasn't Kung Fu Hustle. I thought he, the, yeah, he was the landlord. Okay. There we go. Um, now we're all looking it up. Yeah. So Andy <laughs> Chang was a fight coordinator and he trained with Jackie Chan and was part of Jackie Chan's team for a long time. And then the cinematographer was Bill Pope, who also is was cinematographer for the entire Matrix series, Scott Pilgrim versus the World, oh, yes. Spider-Man wow. 2 and 3, The Spirit, and Baby Driver. Right. So Jeez, nice. those are all mm-hmm. gr- good. Well, except for The Spirit. Well, the <laughs> cinematography and The Spirit's great. Yeah, but, yeah it's fun. That, so you think about that. So you have one of the best fight coordinators. You have a cinematographer, and then you had Brad Allen, rest his soul, oh, uh, who was a stunt days. coordinator as well, who also was like Jackie Chan's protege. Oh, yeah. So you have like this un- unholy, perfect Do you guys trinity. remember Jackie Chan's son's name? Is it Bruce? What is his name? I don't remember. Oh, anyways, I'd read something somewhere that originally they wanted him to be in this film. Oh, wow. But things didn't work out. So everything that was designed for Shang-Chi's character was actually supposed to be for Shang, his- Shang, Shang-Chi. Oh, take a go. sip. Take a sip. Shang-Chi. I hate it when my white shows. You yeah. changed your name to Sean? <laughs> it's Shang. But, Shang. Yeah. But like, and then you had Andy <laughs> Lee, which is a famous YouTuber, uh, mm-hmm. Marshall Club on YouTube, yep. who played Death Dealer. Uh, and then you had Florian. Death Dealer, the person that was the, 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 the oh, the really mask. sick mask. Yeah. yeah. So you would that never saw him. their face. Mm-hmm. You oh, didn't the mask need guy. to though. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love how like God. they gave us just enough of that character as we needed. You know, and I saw even some people complain about. that. I mean, you I'm can like, yeah. like, no, that's, that's the thing we, about yeah. it's like I think a lot of action movies lost this idea that you have to like like they started like over explaining. Yes, and, and, and it's like you know the the perfect example of it is Boba Fett. And introduce a character that is aesthetically cool. Yeah, and, and all people will build a backstory around it themselves. Like yeah. let them create the event. Like if you introduce a cool f- looking character that does some cool shit, all of a sudden that's all you need. Like yeah. that that that's enough. Well, like, you know what I thought they were going to do is to go the route that they did in Black Widow with uh, that one villain, uh, and they you know took the mask off and <gasps> it's the guy's daughter yeah. it's like dude not everybody needs to be related to everybody yeah. sometimes the badass in the mask is just a badass in the mask yeah. and that's cool by itself right. and they did that in this movie and I was like I really appreciate that yeah. that's fun yeah. you know yeah i mean they, they 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 introduced that he was there when he was a kid like yeah. you know training he, he, yeah. yeah. he was yeah. cruel and it's yeah. like yeah but like like you you maybe saw a minute of screen time setting up kind of what his relationship to anybody in that group yeah, was. Yeah. And if he was in uh, my wife Sarah's favorite scene when they're in the skyscraper and uh, Shang-Chi is, is chasing the mask guy and they have that, uh, uh, oh, what was the uh, the movie with the, the James Bond movie? The Skyfall. Movie? Skyfall. They have that Skyfall moment where they're in a skyscraper with this bright light uh, backlighting, backlighting them. them. And it was just this, I mean, it goes back to that cinematography. It's this gorgeous. gorgeous. Oh God, yeah. that cinematography was, was breathtaking. Yeah. I mean, that that's your, that's your wallpaper. Back I mean, yeah, like that's, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, like, that's also like, you know, Cyber I, I don't want to say it's overdone, but like, I mean, Kill Bill did that. I mean, like that's a classic, yeah. that, I yeah. think that's yeah. a classic like Eastern film technique. I mean, you see it a lot in like animes and stuff. Yeah, that's true. A lot of like, um, uh, was it? Well, it's uh, very Kira, dramatic. Kira, Kurosawa did that. Yeah. yeah. Where well, it's I mean, like, it's, you like, know, it's literally it's, straight up it's, cyberpunk background. It's just, it's just yeah. silhouettes. 
And like, you know, you just yeah. see like their backlit, yeah. you see a silhouette. How it doesn't about necessarily how, need to be neon, it could be anything, but how about how in a lot of these movies, you know, the filmmakers will go the route of filming the action where they'll actually make the character CG. You know, like yeah. especially like like Spider Man and stuff like that. Like a lot of what he's doing, like I remember like with the amazing Spider Man with uh Andrew Garfield, Boo. that whole fight scene with him and the lizard in the school. The entire thing it's was CG. CG. Yeah. And now that's impressive. The CG artistry was truly impressive. Um, and, and that's cool. I think it has its place. But with Shang-Chi, like what we were saying earlier, these are real people mm-hmm. who are doing this action. And on the bus scene and on the scaffolding, scaffolding. outside the skyscraper, yeah, no. holy shit, dude. Yeah, that, that, speaking of, like, you can tell, like, Jackie <laughs> Chan was the influence. Like, Jackie Chan, like, yeah. that, that yes. that's straight out of a Jackie Chan film. Okay, so the bus scene... Uh, was great because it's a fully lit scene. There's mm-hmm. no way they can do CGI on it. I mean, obviously, like they had like backdrops, yeah, you know, and can. stuff like that. But sure, it was like the most Jackie Chan theme fight scene I have seen in a long time. Where he's yeah. like going in and out, swinging between of the ropes, seats, and he's bars using his and stuff. Yeah. jacket, and yeah. it was just yeah, all he's Jackie using the Chan environment things. around him. But one of the things I've, I saw that was a tribute to Jackie Chan the most is majority of Jackie Chan's fights have always not been about that opposing force. It's always about something else. Like there's a movie where I forgot what it was, but he was naked and he's running through the streets. So he's trying to fight guys, but he's like covering himself. So he doesn't have the R rating and he's not trying to like, and it's like, there's all those like interesting things he had to do where there's an objective that he's trying yeah. to do rather well, he than always just introduced like a, like a well, humorous something... element to it yeah. as well. He, he knew he couldn't be Bruce Lee and he's like, what can I do to make it mine? And it was like, I can do these crazy, insane stunts Mm-hmm. And I can I, I can sell comedic timing I mean, too. Yeah. But and something that was known about Brad Allen too is that uh, he specifically was all about like the strike. So every strike had a purpose. So everything that he coordinated within his stunts were supposed to have a purpose. So why was that punch thrown at that moment at mm-hmm. that time? Yeah, and there was a reason behind it. So his storytelling was on the fighting. It wasn't just like fighting for the sake of cool fighting. It was like, why are we using this device? What yeah. led to the point where we're using a shirt as a blockade or yeah. Why are we going to cut the bus in half? It's telling What's a story. What's the point? Yeah. yeah, right. So that was all Brad Allen's like stunt coordinating. Is what made him so superior to everybody else was that he had purpose yeah. behind every strike. Well, maybe you can speak to this too, but that because that's another thing that that's famous about Jackie Chan is that he will do so many takes. Because he wants to get the action in the camera. Whereas in a lot of Western action movies, you know, if the actor or the stunt person makes a mistake, that's fine. You can fix it in editing. Whereas you can see that that Jackie Chan influence in Shang-Chi where it's like, no, the camera is still. And if you've heard, you know, I think on one of our previous episodes, I went off on a rant about, you know, shaky cam and all this stupid bullshit oh, yeah. that you see in American action films that that for several years became super popular. But like. In, in Shang-Chi, the, they set the camera down, you see everything in frame, and you can tell, like, they're not cutting between punches and stuff. So these... It's also these not actors, like, yeah, shaky it's not cam cool. bullshit either. Where yeah, it's yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, maybe it, someone got hit. I don't, I don't know. need that. Don't make... I don't need it to be <laughs> yeah, frantic. I want to see what's going on yeah. because it was smooth and beautiful yeah. and all. Oh, and then when they would hit, it felt like, you know, something substantive, right. you know? Did it feel like it had impact? Yeah. Oh, hey, there we oh. go. But like, yeah, I mean, no, they, but they those impacts have To get onto it, though, like, that first fight scene in the bus, it wasn't just him 
fighting the opposing force. It was him trying to protect the necklace. So like, there's a lot of the stuff where the guys are fighting on the bus (laughs) that are like trying to just go for the necklace. Well, it's bigger than that even. He was trying to, you can see it in his fighting. He's trying to like kind of play it cool so that Katie doesn't pick up that he's a martial (laughs) arts god. (laughs) Like he's trying to be like, uh, like I'll explain this to you later. Yeah. You know, like there was so much storytelling that happened in that scene that didn't need words, didn't yeah. need music because just it by was looks. just yeah. by looks. And well, I was in not knowing the character, mm-hmm. I thought, because I literally had no idea what was going on. I thought like, oh, is he suddenly a martial arts master because he's the chosen one or something? Mm-mm. And I was like, well, that's kind of lame. Like there's something about like when you earn that fighting ability, but they didn't go that route. And yeah. then they showed like, oh, he has a secret backstory. Where he, and I'm like, oh, well, that's like, cool. That's the coolest part because it was like not like some like gift that was bestowed upon him. Yeah. It was like, actually, um, I was, uh, mm, fun fact, I was pretty hardcore uh, traumatized by my... <laughs> Yeah. Father who abused me into being a combative warrior from the age of like six forward. And this is just all stuff that's indoctrinated into my very fiber of being because um that was my childhood. And like that's a cool backstory to me. But you know what, man? Of all the trauma that we all have. <laughs> I'm a little jealous. I wouldn't mind having that kind of trauma, you know? Like I want some badass trauma. I, can, I would yeah. take some you badass trauma. You want to get trained trauma? for seven years as a yeah, top but... assassin? <laughs> I would like trade my trauma for that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Actually, he was somewhat well adjusted. There, there was a moment too. Um, one, one of my favorite fight scenes was the fight scene between his father and his mother when they first met. Oh, uh, yes. You mean the dance that they had? Yeah, oh. it was. It was like that was like that was very like that wasn't like kung fu fighting. Like that no. was. That was almost like you know, like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. That's what I was about to say. Like, like, just like you know, very like oh, one of my favorite movies of all we're, time. We're flowing down. through the air, beautiful. And you know, there's these, there's these quick, 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 and then all of a sudden, like someone's done, and then you go back. But like the the the, the looks that they were exchanging the entire time, these, these subtle smiles and eye contact. And she finally tosses his ass after yeah. taking the rings from him. <laughs> and he sits there in the puddle and he like smiles. I was like, oh man, that's cool. Yeah. And they just spent the whole move, that part of the movie up to that point, building up how much of a, a scary badass he is. And he's just undefeatable. And then he goes up against her and she, yeah. and she's not even worried. And she right. takes care of him. But like, so like my, like this, the, the thing that I was surprised with is like, you know, it showed a different side of him too. Cause he didn't react with like anger. No. He, he, he respected her yeah. power. He, 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 yeah, yeah. Like you expect like this sociopathic man to be like you know like just trying to like you know lose it and like power you know fucking yeah. overpower but then he admitted that he was beaten I love mm-hmm. the, built the, this romance with her I love the different martial arts style too because her style and the style from like of the people of Talo was it Talo, Talo right yeah. Talo, it was yeah. they were it was more of like a uh, you know like a Tai Chi like yeah. you had mentioned that yes. Owen Tai yeah. Chi it, was, it mm-hmm. kind of reminded me of water bending from and Avatar 100% they had a lot more like water bending style which it's is very, kind of very tai like chi. long flow flowy yeah. well they were where I, straight up airbenders <laughs> I mean yeah. they were literally moving oh, no, no, the absolutely. air around. I love it how was like, element based fighting. The, the 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 you know the just pieces of her action scene uh fighting was the best live action uh air bit. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. dude, oh, if you're going to make a, a an avatar movie, that's how you do it. it it's not hard, you know what I'm I mean, I just thought about it that's too. That's another like, so like you know, they say they draw their power from uh the great protector the dragon at the end of the movie. And I just kind of like was thinking about it. I was like when that dragon attacked the the dweller in the darkness, his his attacks kind of mimicked the way that they fought. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, the, like the water that was spinning, spinning around him yeah. was like very just flowing and, uh, around. It was it was a her. It's a her. Oh yeah. Also, 
if you I notice, feel like you have like, to take a drink for that one, even though it's not a mispronunciation. Yeah, you should probably should. But anyway, so like I thought it was really cool too. On that note, on the whole like dancing bit versus like what we have, I'm gonna just affectionately call him Dad. So Dad's coming through with this like hardcore heavy impact. <laughs> like But you'll met you'll notice like in training, whenever his aunt was showing him like, hey, open your fists and relax. Like you are equal parts your father and your mother, yeah. which is like a really important like value to understand. And like I think it's Alois Pajeski. He's this guy who was a renowned dressage trainer. Anyways, point is, he says that a dancer can't be a good dancer if the dancer is like um, tortured and like uh, forced into said dance via pain. So like Ooh. only you can be a true dancer, but only through like true learning versus being forced into it. And so it's kind of the same deal. So he grew up as this like like kid soldier, right? being forced into being a violent individual. Yeah. And he had some very little but few memories from his mother that taught him how to like actually fight with like this beautiful, majestic dancing open, yeah. you know, and then you see him actually use both at the end. He goes from fighting with his fists right. clenched to open when he yeah. starts fighting yeah. with his father of all people. Yeah. yeah, that was cool. I mean, he was the best of both worlds. Oh. Was, and there was a balance. That comes into a lot of, uh, yeah. Like Chinese martial arts, yes. yeah, yin and yang, the divine Absolutely. feminine and the divine masculine. Uh, yeah. yeah, like the two of them together are what Stronger. makes the all. You know, yeah. it's- and there's a, a quote from the director. He said, "I find myself looking into my past and trying to understand how I can use this pain or these struggles and flip them around and turn them into something positive, so that I can move forward with optimism." <laughs> You're obviously crying over here. <laughs> And it's a great <laughs> one because beautiful. it's it's exactly it's like true. It's true where it's like beautiful. there's a whole entire thing when he's finally with his aunt, uh, Michelle, and they're talking. And he and she's like, "You have to rectify this. Like, you are your father's son. You are your mother's you have son. to accept both, both sides in order I mean, to beat him." That's what yeah. I mean. Like that. Like that's the thing too. Is like when, going back to what I said earlier. Like for for such a like like to make this such a good origin story like there was such a like a profound nature to everything underlying it too it wasn't a service level action movie like like there like there was just some real issues that he dealt with at the end and like yeah. the things that they were telling him yes. to do like it was it was fairly profound i mean it was like that's that's Super advice anybody profound. could take i mean like it did fall like i mean how many how many marvel movies we see now that it's like the son paying for the sin of the father. Well, oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, like you yeah. know, like that, like that's a pretty common that's an ongoing trope. Theme. And, and Mar- mm-hmm. you know, you've got uh, ego and Quill. Oh. You've got you know Thanos and his daughters. Yeah. Uh, I mean Iron Man and and you know Tony Howard. Star- yeah. Yeah. yeah, Howard Stark. No, well, absolutely, I, and you're right. And about the origin story too. I mean, I I think because I immediately think of like Captain Marvel. Where I'm like, hey, that movie was beautiful. Uh, it had cool action. It was okay. I didn't find it particularly compelling. Like, I think it's one of the weaker MCU movies, even though, you know, I, I didn't think it was bad. But it just goes to show when it's a multi-layered thing. Because it's not just someone powering up. It's not just someone defeating an enemy. Like, it's someone really discovering who they are. And yeah. discovering their yeah. – rela- and dealing with their past trauma. And dealing with their I, like, I will like say just, I, I did find Simu a, a little – Stiff at times. I don't think he he. Who was that? Simu the Shang Chi. Shang Chi. Like Shang Chi. Okay. Uh, like I don't think he had the 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 actor like the the the, the acting breadth that some of his uh, co stars did. Well, he was surrounded by some serious so, talent. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, but I also, for me at least, when I was watching him in those moments that you mentioned, where he's a little bit more stiff and a little bit less of what we've seen in the MCU, I think it actually played to his character 
because of his background, like because of like a lot of the culture, because of a lot of the indoctrination that comes from that. He's stoic for a reason because stoicism is right up there with masculinity. Well, so his dad finally is like breaking down. He's he's about to lose his father and he's just kind of like, okay, that happened. Now I gotta go do this. Yeah. Like, like there was, there didn't seem like to be any grief or loss for him. Like, it, 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 I, I, I mean, to be fair though, to on that, fair. to be fair, <laughs> it, it, like the dude was, the dad was. I mean, it's his dad. I get it, but still, the dude was literally also just was about to, was trying to kill him. He was also, also abusive. Yeah. 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 No, I get. It. I, I'm, so it's, yeah. I'm not saying he was bad at the. I'm just being a little contrary. No, yeah, no I, I mean, like I understand. Yeah. And I think we will see him develop. I think most of the actors that they had cast, besides Robert Downey, we've seen them become better actors mm-hmm. over yeah. the course. Yeah, of like, like, sure. like Chris Hemsworth has become a much better actor. They settle the into one. their character. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like I, I think Simu is going to be a lot better. I'm, actually, I'm also very curious to see. I, I actually really enjoyed that they never fleshed out Aquafina and his relationship. Yes. Well, where they, they at the end of it, they were still. I, I, Hold good on friends because that, that I want to talk a little and about that. Yeah. you know she like yeah. she did at the, the the very last moment she put her arm in his when they walked into the portal yes. that Wong yeah. created but they didn't like force like, a kiss like there was just oh, there was just this sort of like say. like the yeah. like, budding romance at the end like you know he puts well, their head on his shoulders but maybe they're still uh, just good friends we don't know like they may just be a platonic relationship yeah. and I'm, I'm which happy is actually kind of yes, awesome yeah. that because yeah. um female. Right. So for those who listen, if you don't know, I'm a girl. That's, um, that's true. Yes. <laughs> but like that was that might be the first time that I've ever watched an MCU movie. And this could be debated if I thought about it, but where like they didn't overly sexualize. Oh, yeah. They didn't overly romanticize. Brand, Brando was talking they about They actually this. did for the first time maybe in my life with casting acting character she wasn't like this finite like ooh feminine graceful beauty who's like yeah. sexy she was just a person yeah, yeah. the way that I mean, it I, should I, be represented I, I, I would argue gamora is the same way well if you look at mm, gamora sexy if you look at the she, actress she's an attractive person but they don't overly sexualize her well she's i would basically say basically naked but okay but if you look at well, look at uh, she has a gamora. tank top on <laughs> But with Gamora, with Pepper Potts. Let me mansplain with... this to you real quick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please, mansplain to me. Anyway, with 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 Gamora, with Pepper Potts, with a lot of the female leads of these movies, they are that kind of traditional Western beauty, almost like a supermodel type character. Whereas like Aquafina, like she doesn't like fit that mold mm-hmm. of like this like supermodel. I mean, she's gorgeous, I think. Oh, um, I agree. But in, in non traditional ways, yeah. Uh, and and she, they didn't present her in that. Like Pepper Potts or Scarlett Johansson, of course, is the big one, right? When yeah. they present her, she's sexy and gorgeous yeah but that's also the character yeah which is fine actress and that's fair and i don't have a problem i actually don't have a problem with that at all i just like that they did something different with her like aquafina is the female lead and she was a goofball you know yeah like she was funny i I enjoyed that because marvel for so long has been doing the exact same thing where the guy lead is a goofball and the female lead is serious just rolls her eyes natalie portman natalie portman yeah um uh Gamora, another great sure. one. Um, 
Pepper Potts. The moment that I really... But it's like, this one, they finally flipped it and it was okay. It's like, no, we have a female comedy lead who's going to be the lightheartedness of the film. And then you have the guy lead who's actually like... Serious. He's kind of the... Yeah, yeah. He's trying. You can see at the beginning to talk about what you were talking about, Puck, was like, at the beginning, he kind of seems weird and awkward, but I think that's him because he doesn't know truly how to act yet. Right. Uh, As as Shang-Chi, not as the actor, he's like, I'm still trying to figure out how I am not supposed to be an assassin. I think that like the number one thing for me with Katie was that, and this is weird. I don't know if anybody else noticed this, but did anybody see the way that she walked? Anyone? Did anyone pay attention how she would enter and exit a room? Oh, no, I didn't notice that. Her shoulders were forward. She kind of walked with more of a wide stride. She, she, she okay. Her feet she were kind like of out like sword. this. Yeah. Like her posture. She's fucking was... walking around like John Wayne. You got it. She had zero femininity she had a in her movement. Huh. Dude, she just kind of was like goofy, like uh, like how I walk into a room. I'm like, hey, what's up, you guys? You know, like nothing remotely, even slightly femininely sexual. Like, no. But like if you pepper pots, skirts, beautiful feminine walk, Gamora. Sexy, strong woman. Um, Scarlett Johansson. Obviously, come on. Yeah, she, yeah. like, oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, every single character up until this point, and I'm not obviously like dismantling anything that like those yeah. feminine characters had that were cool and masculine. Yeah, they're great love. in their own way. Yeah. Sure. But Katie, she, she, there was nothing about her. She's wonderful in she a completely was, different way. And yeah. you still found a way to have a crush on her because you were like, oh, oh yeah. my God. Yeah. She's oh. such you know a what babe. I love too is their relationship dynamic. It, it wasn't best friends. It, it was it was like they showed people who were, were best friends. They were having fun together. And I'm like, and of course that's that's kind of the the story of me and Sarah, my wife, because we were we were friends and yeah, and we were we were young and and that that was our personal attraction. And it wasn't some like like sexualized Dude, animalistic anime. thing. It was just like two people who were having a blast together. And I'm like, what a wonderful relationship. I think they're adorable. It's like the first time know? I've seen it happen. The, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're, they're definitely at the end of it though, you know, as a story yeah. arc, like they're, arm they're, arm. now there's, there's, there's this new level of connection, mm-hmm. which we don't know if that's just them becoming better friends or right. I don't know, that's what I was going to ask. Which I mean, you know, they, 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 they it, it felt like the the beginning, because I mean, like all I'm the okay if they go all, all of this happened. We won't in, in, see that until in, the in, end. In boys. a very short amount of time, like two weeks. It would it would have been weird if they had just in two weeks gone from being best friends to being like oh romantic all of a partners. Yeah. romantic yeah. partners. Yeah. They, they definitely dr- dropped some hints at maybe some. But like she, I mean, chemistry. she changed by the end of it. Like yeah. she's wearing her hair different. She's carrying herself different after going through this. She's committed to doing something. She's done it. Well, I love now how they're going like, to get like. Well, they had they the intimacy that a sidekick and a man hero would have. Yeah, which I have to note that I adored. She was kind of his sidekick in a way. She yeah. was yeah. kind of a sidekick. Like Did, she was learning this like archery and she yeah, was like yeah. I'll just do whatever it takes to like help you out the time that she hit you know uh what's his name razor razor, razor fist, fist. Razor fist. <laughs> so like how about like they made the joke early on cuz they were valets and Aquafina was making the joke early on about how like hard it is to it's so dr- drive a car and park a car because they're comparing to their successful friends, <laughs> yeah. Or, like Doc, which is such a like millennial which thing. Also, like, I mean, all like, the millennials it, are watching. It worked it, out. Like that, she's right? driving them through the fucking she forest. Did. Like she was driving the bus. Kingsley she was driving through the forest. Like, but like, <laughs> had they not had this experience, could they have pulled off that first bus situation? No, yeah, no. yeah. It was just funny how they that was a 
wonderful callback to where yes. like Katie ended up being the driver and mm. she was talking about how hard driving is and we laughed at it but then she was in these really difficult driving situations, situations throughout yeah. the movie and I was like oh that's a funny joke and they never like like highlighted that they yeah. just it just happened in the yeah. movie you she's, know? Just a, she's just a good driver yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, what was it she's what, like, what's that scene where they're driving in the, in the play it's like the force is gonna eat us. And I was like, what? It's like, he said the force is gonna eat us. Turn right. It's like, go. Oh, I love oh. So Ben uh, King Ben Ben Kingsley was yes. and, and, and Morris. Yes. Oh, I Maurice, yeah. Their relationship and like introducing him as like kind of like an apology for oh, yeah. Iron Man 3 was uh, oh dude, I lost it. I was so, it was so good. So funny. In the MCU episode with Audrey. I talked about this where this was actually like my least favorite part of the entire Marvel cinematic universe was the use of Ben Kingsley for the Mandarin and it not being the actual Mandarin. I forgot to talk about there was a digital short that came out called All Hail the King where it is what happens to him is then the real Ten Rings come, kidnap him out of prison and was like, you're going to pay for your crimes against the real Mandarin. Oh, I hadn't seen that. Yeah, so there's a digital yeah, short called All Hail the King. You can see it on Disney+. Plus. So that's why when they, they, yes. they're they locked up and they come around, they come across. I, I, yeah. I saw an interesting, uh, like, kind of just thought piece when I was when I was looking stuff up after this, where it was talking about the, the, the parallel between Ben Kingsley's Mandarin and the original introduction of the Mandarin. The original Mandarin was introduced as kind of the response to, like, the Red Scare communism Mm -hmm. he was very much like a chinese stereotype uh and it was it was one of like you know marvel has actually been very good about being mildly progressive for the most part but 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 they have some regressive moments like especially like stuff like the mandarin the way they introduce him but they come in the comics yeah yeah yeah. and 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 they paralleled but there's like okay so you, you you have the mandarin that's being introduced as part of this this uh xenophobic fear of of the Chinese the, the the Red Scare, and then Ben Kingsley's character being introduced as a terrorist during the peak of the 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 war, yeah, uh, like the terrorism Iraq, wars, and, yeah. and like that's like the, the that's the new Red Scare for yeah, America. And yeah. Ben Kingsley's character pretending to be a terrorist who's all like it was, it was like I don't know if it was intentional or not, but there was a meta level to Dude, it. That was like there ha- it had like the, it's an interesting thought piece, something to kind of parallel. I, I don't know if there was a meta-ness to it, to be honest. I think it was just them. And I talked about in the MCU episode where I think it was just Disney at its height or the Marvel Cinematic user, because it wasn't Disney yet, but Marvel, the MCU just at its height of thinking like, oh, we make good movies. They're billions of dollars. We can just do whatever the hell we want. And they try to do something so crazy and outlandish that it just failed with Ben's, Ben Kingsley. And I think they're trying to fix this. And that was really good, especially that that scene, which unfortunately Puck and Audrey, you guys went to the bathroom during that scene. But when the dad, uh, when Wu asks Katie, what's her name? He goes, oh, my name's Katie. And then she, he's like, no, what's your Chinese name? And I can't remember right now. And then he goes in this whole entire speech about how names connect us to our ancestors and to our past. Yeah. Okay. And then goes into, well, there was this terrorist organization that wanted to cripple and topple your government. And they you, you took my name from me and then used it. And they named me after a Chinese Yeah, because they didn't know – they knew his organization's they, name, but they didn't know his, his name. name. So it's a Mandarin. It's like – it's just an orange. And he kind of like talks about that, which is them, like you said, being a little bit more progressive and trying to fix that history, which I really like. Well, but they, they played did, it pretty light also. Yeah, but they, yeah, did, it, they did it in a way where it was like, oh, yeah, it's kind of like you're laughing at it. He's like – It's silly. Them, yeah, and they named it's him silly. after a, a chicken yeah. dish. 
And then, of course, anything. Trevor made the comment well, of like, yeah. I realize now the, it was uh, disrespectful, you know, and yeah. they played it really lighthearted, which I think was the perfect way to go about it. If, if it was if they had like taken that seriously, I think it would have been like over you know, heavy handed yeah. and kind of like, no, but it was like light is like, OK, that's silly. You, you shouldn't, you, you know, if you don't know cultures, don't like, you know, portray them in that way. Yeah. You know? So and they kind of owned up to that, which and, is and good. It was funny. Yeah. Yeah. But the fact that but of course, you know, Trevor, the character. I mean the humor throughout the whole movie. I mean he was, you know, Aquafina was uh, was mm-hmm. a, 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 a comedy. You know, Trevor was comedy. I loved it. Like I loved the goofiness of Trevor. No, I yeah, it was flawless. Yeah. Yeah, I mean Ben Kingsley is just such an incredible actor. But like you know, he, he was playing this this sad uh, sad clown, like this Pavarotti esque person. <laughs> yeah, where it's like, uh, like you know, he's he's a little crazy. Oh, like a jester. He's he's yeah he's, he's yeah he's quiet right. and sad. Yeah, but then you know he finds some sort of redemption in the end with yeah. these people. And just how casual he was. I loved I loved the whole like he had he had Morris, which is hilarious. Oh, this weird little furry creature. And you know, the whole like, oh, he thinks we have a ninety percent chance of surviving. Oh, nineteen. <laughs> so the, so they go into this deadly situation where wanna, no one has ever know survived. what that like what is, that mythical creature yeah. is. I bet it's is real. anybody That's else. Well, like they that? all are. Like, I mean, all those yeah. all those creatures that they introduced, like guys. that were 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 real thing, like the lion dogs the, and the, the food dogs. Food dogs, I yeah. Those things were those. awesome. I really yes. thought we were going to get a reveal of Morris's face, but we didn't. No. No, and I'm still it's, it's, actually, it's actually, a real creature I, I, in Chinese mythology. I can't remember its name, but it literally looks like that. It's not so much furry, it's a little bit more chicken-esque. Uh and so Oh, they made that joke too. Yeah, you know? but it's like it's like six legs with wings and no face and no butt. And that was it's a real Chinese creature. Which is cool. Mythological creature. Like yeah. I, I love I love you know, I love Western fantasy and you know a lot of European mythology, uh, and I love that. But I also love when movies can get out of that and get into a lot of Eastern mythology and a lot of like Chinese fantasy. And they did that in that movie. They had that Pokemon scene. You know oh what I mean? yeah, <laughs> where they they they're driving into Talo and like all the Pokemon show up and greet them. It was like Pokemon Snatch. They were in a moving vehicle. <laughs> yeah. or Did you snap. see how a bunch of people online were confusing them for Pokemon? <laughs> it's like one of these are actual like Eastern mythological. One, one of the one of the few moments that made me like make like I'm like ah like like out loud in the theater was when that one guy tries to hit the the, the lion dog. With uh, with oh, his, with his thing, him and apart. it just looks at him, just goes, yeah, <laughs> just fucking sends him. No, blind. it was funny because I looked over at Adam, who's like a diehard like Naruto fan, and I was like, oh, it's it's the Nine Tail Fox. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, oh, it's him, and he was like, oh, it's Volpex, and I was like, it's the same thing. <laughs> hey, buddy, <laughs> it's the same thing. I love that. What, what was it when they stopped and Trevor's like, that's a weird horse. You know, <laughs> yeah. why is it staring why at me? <laughs> yeah, that that was like an interesting scene just to like yeah to linger on is like. This animal just staring at them in the car for some reason. Well, it gives you a sense that they uh, they're now in like another dimension. This is yeah. not Earth. Like, yeah, it's like oh, like, those birds are on fire. Heavy yeah. Jurassic. Mor- Morris Park says vibes. that's normal. Yeah. I don't know if anybody else got that, but like as soon as they got to the waterfall and as soon as they went through it, I was like, bro, I don't know if we're in Narnia or Jurassic Park, but I'm a hundred and ten percent here for yeah. it. Well, there is something about in movies that they have that where they take you to a fantasy land, and even Jurassic Park is one of those. And you, you the big gates open up. You drive in, and now you're in this world that's amazing. They did that with Todd Lowe, and mm-hmm. I loved oh, it so Todd cool. Lowe. was such a cool place. I want to live there myself. They did, they did a really good job with the cinematography on that, too, especially with the set design. Yes. Because, okay, so when- The whole production When Wu Lowe, yeah. first walked in to fight Lee, it, who becomes his wife, like, the scene is visually brighter. Yeah. 
than the rest of the movie. And then when they go to Talo again, they did that. And they actually did that, I think, because of Thor, because every single time that they're in Asgard, because it's another celestial place. So Talo in the comic books is actually like a adjacent, like a a, a god realm adjacent yeah. to Earth, yeah. just like Asgard is. And so like Asgard's always like brightened up as well. And so they did that too, which is kind of cool that to play into that celestialness. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I just love like the whole production design of that. Like, and I'm, I was geeking out over like the costuming and stuff like that. I'm like, dude, they like the, their outfits and the, that red color, and like it was so cool looking. I'm like, yeah. is he is he immortal designs. now? Now that he has the rings, didn't they say that grants you immortality? I think so. Only yeah. well, only while you're wearing them. So right. I don't think he's going to be always wearing them. Well, they weren't on that anyways because if you wear the rings, remember they said like, oh, is he still wearing the rings? And he was like, yeah. Well, it's be- like he was asking that because if he's wearing the rings, the thing knows it can get to him to bring mm-hmm. him over. Yeah, but oh. wouldn't you have to wear them for a long period of time in order for that to like set in? Kind of like. Well, it Lord doesn't matter. Now, I mean, he, 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 he took him off, and Gollum, it, you know? he yeah. took him off. He didn't seem like he aged at all after he took him off. I mean, he took him off when his son was born. Yeah, and then he put him back on when his wife died. Like seven years, seven he, years. he looked the same as he did. Yeah, yeah. when the movie started, he probably he, ages right. normally. Yeah, yeah. So I, hmm. but I don't think the corruption is an issue because the the villain was destroyed. The the bad dragon was was the dweller in darkness yeah yeah, he was killed well so actually so i actually was looking this up so the dweller in darkness is an interesting marvel character uh they they took a different take it's actually like a like a humanoid-esque uh person that's actually a sire of cthulhu directly related to cthulhu wow Uh, Mm um but uh he has this level of like immortality where as long as his head is intact he can grow a, a new body. Oh, so uh, like there's a there's a theory so that he's coming back, folks. He could come back. You heard it here on I, Banter maybe. and Such. I mean, it was pretty visceral when he Kamehameha'd him and exploded him. <laughs> <laughs> he exploded his body. Yeah. We didn't see what happened to his head. head. Yeah, oh, he's still there. So yeah. that that's I mean, not thing. not saying that they need to revisit that. I don't think ultimately that was the main villain of the movie. Anyways, it was an interesting choice as like a final boss. That's the, so classically he's a he's a strange villain. Yeah. Okay. Um, and it's like, you know, part of that like mystical Cthulhu. Like, that's the shit Strange deals with. Right. Yeah. So yeah. it was interesting. And like Shang, he's never really been part of the rogues gallery of Shang-Chi. So like to make him the final villain yeah. is in, like, it, it seems like a, a, a strange choice, but maybe an intentional one that we could see again down the road. Well, they made a lot of connections with Doctor Strange all throughout Ooh. the movie, yeah. including the very end. Did yeah. you guys watch the episode? Of what if that happened before it came out? No, no I haven't watched it. Oh, uh, I watched the first two episodes of what okay. if. Okay, well, this, so. the one that's Don't coming spoil up, it. I'm not going to, but I'm just saying that it's about Doctor Strange and if choices were made differently. So I kind of can't oh. help but think that th- there's specific creatures that you'll see. Yeah. And I kind of wonder they, if they oh, kind of worked cool. hand in hand. Yeah. So you guys should watch it. Can we talk about like, how cool Wong is getting? Yes. Yes. Like what I was talking about earlier, where like you set up an action character, but you don't really give a ton of backstory. You just let them do cool shit and everybody else fills in the gaps. Yeah. He just keeps popping up and doing real <laughs> interesting things. Well, he started out as like the nerdy librarian. Yeah. 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 And now he's movie. like fucking drinking beers with the abomination. Like, <laughs> what? You don't? Throwing fights. Yeah. Yeah, what and was like, up with the abomination? He was like, okay, so out. theory oh. is so because of the what was it that was that the Incredible Hulk? The, the, the Edward Norton, yeah, the Edward Norton was the Incredible Hulk he, with uh, with Tim Roth, Tim Roth, he, yeah. So that is canon, that is part of the MCU, yep. yeah. 
uh, to the point where there's a scene where even Abomination, though it was made by Universal, yeah, yeah. Abomination like elbows him with like his, uh, one of his spikes yeah. and actually like cuts Hulk and he still has a scar on his chest from that scene. So that's canonical. And he ah. even calls him Emil, which was the name of that was, Tim Roth's character. Yeah, yeah. So the theory is that he got put on the raft and has been there the entire time. Ah. And now uh, uh, Thunderbolt Ross or whatever it is, the, uh, that guy. And then the, the general, the general uh, and what's her name uh, from Captain Falcon Winter Soldier, uh, the chick at the end. That oh. U.S. agent. Yeah. Uh, oh, Julie Louise Drivers. Yeah. Elaine. Elaine. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're forming a team. and Yeah, the Thunderbolts. Thunderbolts and that abomination is going to be oh, on the, that. Well, the yeah, baddies. usually the Thunderbolts, it's usually Abomination and Red Hulk, were, mm-hmm. I think, were part of uh, Thunderbolts. Yeah. So I, that the theory is that they're letting Abomination out under the protection of Wong mm-hmm. to like have him start I, I don't understand why Wong would agree to that, though. You guys notice how like in The Incredible Hulk – when uh, uh, Emil actually, turns I, into I, I Abomination, like when he turns into Abomination and he's butt naked and he doesn't have a penis. Yeah, they put yeah. clothes on him this time. And so part of the transformation made his penis fall off. <laughs> How unfortunate is My that? My dick fell off. <laughs> Sorry. It's the worst yeah. superpower ever. <laughs> <laughs> but he was, he was kind of docile in this one, like where he yeah. was just kind of a monster. Well, yeah, like it seemed, it seemed like he had like agreed to throw the fight with Wong or like Wong yeah. was like, we're going to work on – what do you say? We're going to work on – Oh, yeah. That was a great, like, he's like, oh, let's see how you like it. And he makes a thing. Which he did the exact same thing in, punches himself in, in Infinity head. Wars yeah. with uh, the bladed arm dude. That was Thanos' bladed, bladed arm dude where he, like, cut the arm off oh, with the portal. Yeah. So it's, yeah. he's really good at fisting in portals. Yeah, but, like, he's like, he's, he seems like, you know, <laughs> hey, oh. That was. That I mean, was yeah, it, 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 it would have been better if he had like cut a portal so underneath his ass. <laughs> have you ever wanted to fist your own ass before? <laughs> oh. But you know what? Yeah, that yeah. scene was cool. That's when he punched himself. Like yeah. he opened those two. That was I didn't expect that. Like in, he was like, like, "That hurts." Yeah. Do you want to know what it feels like? <laughs> I, I love the clever use of magic. They they keep having all of these wizards use magic in very clever ways. Oh yeah, and it's always interesting. Anytime they're on screen, I know they're going to do something interesting for sure. And so I'm really excited about that and seeing where that goes because that's another thing, like you're saying, Puck, where it's like there's no explanation. We're, we're going to have to wait to find yeah. out. I did love him at the end, too, where, like, yeah. uh, in the mid-scene credits where, you know, he's, he's talking to them. And I I loved Bruce Banner's, like, I hope you guys are ready for this. Like, his little, like, hype speech, like, oh, yeah. welcome, like, your world's never going to be the same. Yeah. And it's like, it's like him introducing him to the Marvel Universe, but it almost felt a little, like, he was talking to like the the audience as well. Yeah, being like, like this like, is hey, the next hey, team. We're about to do this, yeah. guys. Yeah, I hope you're ready. Like, so, this, like the what the MCU you know is never going to be the same. Well, I came away from that, and I was telling Owen this. I came away because so I, this whole time after Endgame, I'm like, okay, what are they going to do with the Avengers? They're going to take these like B team characters that I don't care about, and then they're going to make an Avengers movie out of them. But that. This this was the first time in this phase, whatever phase we're in right uh, now. Audrey has to go pee. Oh, Hold okay. on one second. Yeah, but this was this was nope. <laughs> okay. cool. This is the first time Audrey's where I felt poop. like I was. <laughs> but this was the first time where I was like, dude, I'm excited for this new Avengers team. Like yeah. Shang Chi on there. If they're gonna get Spider Man on there, but like I mean, whole... so here's the thing. He he's not an Avenger yet. Yeah, you can't he just say said, he's an Avenger. He just, really? They just said that? welcome to the circus. Because the Avengers have not been put back together. 
No. Okay. Oh, they, okay. I mean, yeah. They, what, what, what Avengers are there? They, they're not together. Like, yeah. They, half of them are dead. Yeah, that's yeah. true. So they yeah. never – so in everything since Endgame, they have never said how the Avengers are back. Yeah. That's why like when the – like. Uh, Captain America Winter Soldier TV show, there's no mention of them being in Avengers anymore. That's, that's true. So the Avengers do not exist right now. Oh, okay. So I hadn't caught on that. Yeah, yeah. which is interesting. But we need to talk about that scene though. So Wong well, when he and was... the Hulk. So now we this is the first time we've seen Bruce. He, he was Bruce Banner. He was Bruce Banner, not Professor Hulk. Yeah. He was not the Hulk. He was, yeah. He was regular ass Bruce. So there's a bunch of different theories, but here's the prevailing one. Audrey, can you make sure and close that door, please? Behind you. Um, yeah. So why? What's going on with that? Okay. So there's a scene. So when Thanos first snaps the gauntlet in the end of Infinity War, uh-huh. he is transported into the soul gym and sees Gamora, baby Gamora, right? Yeah, yeah. So that wasn't actually a standalone thing. There's a deleted scene in Endgame when Tony snaps his finger, he actually goes into the soul gym as well and sees his daughter, but as a grown up, and they oh. took that scene out. So canonically, when you snap your fingers, you have a vision. So there's a prevailing theory, and I was reading this up and listening to it on New Rock Stars, which the is Hulk a great one. Snap too. So the Hulk snaps. So what if they're they didn't write a scene for it, but something had to happen if they want to keep that going. Yeah. So the idea is that he actually saw the future and he saw Maestro, and he is taking what? himself out of the Hulk. To make sure that Maestro doesn't happen. Wait, now what's Maestro? Maestro is a variation of the Hulk who literally is smarter and stronger than Bruce and has completely gotten rid of Bruce. So it's if the Hulk literally absorbed Bruce and was just himself and he calls himself the Maestro and he's stronger and smarter than, than the Hulk and Bruce combined. Wow. And so he ends up, he becomes a huge villain. Uh, and there is, Oh, he's a villain. He's a villain. He's a villain. So it's him stopping. So the idea is, and I like this. That's, that feels like, feels like a stretch. Yeah. But you were saying fan idea, but you were saying before puck. Well, so there's, there's another theory. I don't know if it's prevailing or not, but one that I read, um, since they have confirmed that there is going to be a she Hulk, uh, I can't remember if it's a movie or a series. There's a theory that that is set post she Hulk. Uh, and he is, Donated his blood, which turns her into She-Hulk, oh. which then retracts him from being Hulk. Oh, like cures him? It doesn't. Hulk? It doesn't cure him, but like he takes him out of Hulk mode. Oh, okay. yeah, Professor Hulk. And I, becomes Bruce. I did like how he had his arm in a sling. Yeah, like like because his arm is injured. Like, so, like, so yeah, I mean, but like that yeah. that that begs the question: How far after Endgame? Is right? This are set? we are we like right okay, after Endgame? So, or is this and they, the Hulk they mentioned the 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 blip and all that. This so. takes place. They they believe in July twenty twenty four. Okay, so it's less than a year after Endgame. Okay, so yeah. they don't really like they don't really like reference it at all. They mention it, but they don't go far. There into is it, okay, right? so they did a, somebody did a whole breakdown of it, and yeah. he eventually at one point when and we need to talk about the scene when right after he meets with their uh, married couple friends, a uh, wonderful scene. Both and of them. Both they're of walking scenes. down the, uh, yeah, the those, alleyway. Those are good. And he's wearing a shirt, and it says his high school that he went to, and it says class of 2017 on the back. So it's 2017, and if he didn't, if he wasn't part of the snapped people, uh-huh. that would put him 
and it's already happened after the snap. It's like they did this whole entire thing that puts him at like 26 years old, okay. which would mean it's 2024. And then at some point, there's a flyer somewhere in the background. There were says, posters on the wall. That says wi- that. like wine festival, and it gives like a July date. Yeah. Well, there was also something. There were posters about blip something. Like blip sync. Blip sync. Blip sync. Yeah. It's yeah. A, a dating app for people who got blipped. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did you did you see that with your own eyes or did you look that up? I looked it up. Okay. So I mean, dude, I've been doing so much research in That's Reddit hilarious. and forums and all this yeah. stuff. So a lot of it is, <laughs> you know, just taking all these different views that I hear and trying yeah. to, you know. One of my I, favorite parts of the whole movie was actually in that uh, after or during credit scene was when Wong was actually using magic to investigate the Ten mm-hmm. Rings. It looked very Iron Man-y. It was yeah. super just cool. like pulling but, it apart. But, but the fact that like he's looking into it at a microscopic level and he can't figure out what it is. They never tell us what the 10 rings are. They'll, they'll, they, yeah. I mean, they, well, they come away with, it's a mystery and he's yeah, like, whoa, right. there's something weird here. And then it was, it was letting I, off a I, signal. I, I think something. it has something to do with the celestials. Personally. I was yeah, thinking yeah. the same thing that they're going to talk about in the eternals. Cause I mean, we, we can already see the, the celestials being introduced to the eternals, but also I just think that you talking about that scene just made me think about the very end of that where they were like, oh man, he's like, yeah, you guys should probably go home and get some rest. And I was like, yeah, we should probably do that. that. Or, and it's the three of them just <laughs> shit-faced, singing, singing Hotel California. Oh, my God. Tell them what happened. Okay. Tell them what happened. The second song that they were singing in karaoke? It was Old Town Road. Yeah. Well, uh, Ooh, yeah. third then. Old Town Road. It, no, they did. Uh, I'm, talking about, I'm talking about the one with Wong at, at the, the end. end. was Hotel California. Yeah, but they yeah. did Aladdin, A Whole New World. Oh, and then yeah. they did Old, Old Town Road by Little Nas and... Yeah. Miley Cyrus is dead. Well, they made she, Aquafina <laughs> made the joke, the Hotel California yeah. joke, a few times, and you then mean, pulled it out. She Billy even Ray tried it. <laughs> yeah. But and then Miley they were Cyrus singing at the end, father. and then oh, and tell them what happened, like right okay. after you left. The so movie the first theater. time they do that, it's like you know we got the we got the morning shift, we got to be there. It's past midnight, oh. or. <laughs> Brando starts Can't cracking up, just starts dying that. laughing because it's a funny scene. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then he leans, leans over to me. He goes, so how often does that happen to you and your friends? Because yeah. like That's I work life. in the industry. I was like, is that your life? And That's Brando doesn't. <laughs> I was like, yeah, pretty yeah. much. And it was funny is later that night, the exact same thing happened. I went so, home to be with my family because it was I, nighttime because it was like eight o'clock or whatever. And, and then you went out to like party. So I get home. <laughs> I have to get some work done. And it's like midnight and I'm just about to crawl into bed and Puck texts me. He goes, hey, you want to go close down J-O-B's? And I'm just like, this is a complete and total or moment. <laughs> yeah. He was like, I think they're closed. I was like, they're not. He was like. I'll see you there. And next thing I know, it's 3.30 in the morning and we're leaving J-O-B's. Well, you said as soon as you walk in, too, the song playing. They were playing Shout Hotel out to California. Hotel California. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Which is absolutely hilarious. Who did, I can't remember. Who did she... Uh, she sings that to somebody. One of, one of, the, uh, one of the Ten Rings yeah. guys. Yeah. Oh, no, it was actually um, the Death Dealer. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love how, like, the dragon at the end... There's two things I wanted to talk about at the end. Was one, the, you know, the, how the dragon was the main uh, hero at the end. Like it was the dragon who actually defeated the 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 one who remains. Or, the dweller in darkness. The dweller in darkness. No, Shang Chi was the one who defeated that's him. That's a different dude. Well, he did. He blasted did, the command but, made him. That's yeah. true. That's true. Well, he did the, he did the uh, I was thinking like uh, Dragon Ball Z power command. up. Yeah. Also, yeah, Katie that is, yeah. shot him in the fucking throat yeah. with an arrow. <laughs> so they all. Like a. 
fucking G. But 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 like it, but the whole power up scene where Shang Chi was defeating was, was you know he got the rings down was blowing them up that scene so that's the third act problem right or or you know a lot of Marvel movies a lot of movies in general they have the third act problem where things get so big and so boisterous and yeah. overblown and you're just like okay this is just a big mess and this definitely could have fallen into that. But it didn't because while he's powering up, he's doing this Dragon Ball Z, yeah, 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 he's more, more yeah. power. But it was, there was, it was emotionally resonant because it was him like tapping into who he is as his mm-hmm. mother's son and tapping into who he is as his father's son. And, you know, it was just, I just love how they avoided the, the third act trap by really tying it into character, tying it into emotions, yeah. tying it into yeah. story. It was a big movement for, like, all of them. I mean, like, Katie had her, like, big crescendo. Yeah. He had his crescendo, like, uh, and there was it all culminated in, like, them working together. Uh, I don't know if we really talked about it. I think we started talking about it, like, before we said, like, how cool the Ten Rings were as a weapon. Been, oh, yeah. Uh, and, 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 like, the, the, so cool. like, the way that they were able to use those yeah. as, like, Prop pieces to to set up, you know, like uh, like you know, I'm gonna launch myself across the the lake, oh, yeah. and I'm gonna push back down to so give myself a, whip a soft to land grab onto and a whip. And I'm gonna yeah. grab things, send like them underground, and fucking yeah. use them like little like mines. My favorite was when he used them as steps to like get oh, up higher. You know, to, you like, know what that yes. reminded me of was when uh, it Stephen was even Strange uh, when Strange and Quill Yee. Quill was running up, mm-hmm. uh, and he and he punched Thanos in the face or something like that. Is what it reminded me of. Yep. Oh man, it's it, cool little yeah. It was super cool. Like the, it, I just I don't know. It just could have been easily a scene where it's like it's just a bunch of explosions and loud noises yeah. and it you know, but it wasn't. Like it was like no, this was meaningful and it was yeah. interesting and uh, and you felt something. You know, and I'm really- curious to see how they flesh out those. Like it almost feels like because it's like a mystic weapon, it feels like Thor's hammer almost. Mm-hmm. Where it's like you know he's he's the only one that has the control over them. He's the only one that can be in charge of them and like, you know, how they're going to flesh him out relating to other superheroes and, you know, how he's yeah, going to fit does he into yeah. there. And yeah, I, th- I thought it was interesting how Ta Lo was very much reminiscent of Wakanda from Black Panther. Oh, that's what I said. I even was making mention of the actual uh, costume design. Yeah. It yeah. was super derivative. Yeah. Like, and, and I mean, it makes sense because I, I'm pretty sure anyways that the majority of the people who work on the set. We mean like derivative <clears throat> from like the Wakandan design? Yeah. Oh, I didn't get that vibe. But like the thing is, is like it makes sense because if you look back at what the, what books that the actual costume designers are looking at, which are like historic records of both like, um, African-American or African, like, yeah, history yeah, yeah. and also looking at Asian culture yeah. and history. Like, they're taking from – and I, I know this because I, I worked in costume, too, when I was in L.A. And, like, that's what you do is you look at the historic documents and try to kind of design your costumes after whatever denotes the proper historic yeah, value. Yeah. Maybe not necessarily, like, inaccuracy, but there has to be some sort of, like, homage paid. It's, it was almost yeah. like an idealistic mm-hmm. version. Like, because yes. in Wakanda, you have this idealistic version of a lot of different Correct. African cultures. In Ta Lo, you kind of have this idealistic version of, of ancient Chinese culture. Absolutely. And, and even in the, when they were doing that big exposition jump, when Mich- Michelle Yao was doing that, yes. kind of telling the history of the big bad guy, mm-hmm. 
But it's this huge wooden mural. It's part yeah. of their design. It's and part the of their dragon scales used oh, in armor shit. and in weaponry. Oh, yeah. Are you kidding so me? And it was cool. also the only weapon that could kill the like demon dudes who were coming yeah. out of the cave. Well, that was we that, haven't really that talked about like, his sister at all. We how, didn't, yeah. How yeah. badass she was. She was, with, with, she with she the, was awesome. With the, I forget what the traditional name for it is, but the the, the whip with the knife on the end. She was fucking I told murking you. people with that thing. Uh, uh, rope dart. Rope yeah. dart. Yeah. Rope dart. Yeah. Basically, yeah. No, uh, she was I, awesome. She was Jailene. Yeah, she was amazing. And how like she created this empire, this fight club empire. I also love that they ended with her taking over the down. That quote she said, too, if your father doesn't let you. Then do your own. I was like, yeah. oh yeah, if uh, my father won't let me into his empire, I'll build my own. Oh, talking about quotes though, I actually the first time I heard it when I was watching with you, Brando. There's that quote, and I'm legitimately thinking about getting it tattooed on me. It's like if you aim at nothing, you'll hit nothing. Yeah, and that's I was like, actually oh a my very god, old quote. Well, well that was said to Aquafina, that, yeah. Yeah, that and like of course like at the end, yeah. at the end, she shot the arrow and hit hit the bad guy. Yep. You know, like I was like, that's a cool moment. Well, like yeah. I also felt like it was indicative of like what she had done up until that point in her life. Like it almost was kind of like, and I mean, this might be me reaching, but like maybe she was like too afraid of her success as she would with her master's degree and everything that she had su- succeeded oh, yeah. in at well, that I mean, point yeah, in her they, life. They talk about it like all over the movie, oh, her parents, her friends. Yeah, like the pressure she had. And there's had. that scene where she's carrying the dragon arrows to the archery range and it even happened. She's like, I just like how you guys do this. Like, you just, you just go your, after you what just you set want. Your mind to it, and just do one thing your entire yeah. life. Like, yeah. I do something, I get moderately good at it, and I get bored and then with I give it. Up. Yeah, and I get yeah. bored, and it's like, yeah, that's pretty much the millennial culture these well, days. I was just about to say, I thought she was the most relatable <laughs> character because she's overeducated. She's got a job that she's way overqualified for, but she's still living at home with her parents and still trying to figure out what she wants to do in life. Like, it was the most relatable yeah. character oh, yeah. in the whole movie, you know. And I was like, gosh, you're just speaking to the soul of a generation right now. Well, guys, <laughs> there's so much more I want to unpack for this movie. Let's do just two Can episodes, three episodes. Two? Oh my, yeah. I honestly, I this was two. such a good fucking movie. We could easily do a part two. Well, we definitely yeah, recommend I mean, so, it. So, yeah. I mean, for, so for y'all, like, let's, like, we, I think we all agree it's a great, like, throw it into your rankings on in, in Marvel. Like, does it make top five for you? Ooh, that's a tough. Uh, for me, it does. It, it's top five for me as well. It is top five yeah. for me. No uh, doubt. I think so. I also want to like just throw in a does random, we're three? not going to go into this, but Black know. Widow also does, despite popular we belief. We still need to do a Black Widow episode. Oh, wow. We do. Yeah. I liked it. I, I watched I, it I, and I, I, I was pissed I, I, off that everybody was like, don't watch it. It's bad. It was fucking No, phenomenal. it wasn't bad. It was no. good. No, it was a very fun yeah, movie. Yeah. I don't think it was as uh, the caliber of other ones. I, I feel like it, for me, that was a bit of... A, a, a disservice to how long she's been wanting to make that movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think it should have been And it happened before. after she died. Yeah. Which is I also mean, a load of horseshit. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're going to we're gonna talk about that all day if we keep talking about Black Widow. Oh, my yeah. God. I'm yeah. going to get into some trivia, baby. Let's get into some oh. trivia. Let's do this. That time already. So, uh, Puck, why don't you go ahead and give us your first question? How many questions do you guys have for us today? Great question. Oh, this one's gonna this one's gonna be hard because it's. Um, I've got movie just came out. We literally knew nothing about Shang Chi. Five. Okay. There we go. 
You, All right, do that. Audrey, you, go first then. You, oh. You're already ready. Let's Wait, let's ask. So how do you want to do this? Like one each, and then we move on, or do you no, just ask, ask us? Ask and Owen will give us a countdown. We'll answer yeah. it together. All right. Welcome to my trivia. <laughs> I'm so nervous. Welcome right to now. the Thunderdome, bitch. Yeah, you guys can never do this. All right. So which stars were also featured in Bond films? Oh, mm-hmm. in this movie? Yep. Uh, Michelle Yao. Yeah, hey, but buddy. Remember? Oh, sorry. <laughs> I knew that too. <laughs> Sorry, we Michelle Yao's been in it. Well, how many do we have to name? Yeah, how many? What? No, yeah. that's cheating. No, you have to. You usually, if there's multiple, you have to give us like, hey, there's four that you have to name or something like that. There. How All many? Right, fine. How many? There are two. Two. Michelle. Okay. You want to give us a countdown then? Okay. Well, I'm I'm trying to think of the other one right I, now. Do you know who the other one is? I mean, you kind of have to be like a diehard Bond fan to also know this. I'm, so. I'm a Bond fan. I don't know. Uh, okay, hold on. I'm I think I'm. Are you gonna Google it? No, I'm not googling it. I'm you just because I'm trying to get the guy's name right. Uh, okay, I think I think uh, I, I got this. I don't know anyone. All right, name. so we already got Michelle Michelle Yon. Yeah, Yao. Yao. Yeah. Sorry, I I'm, believe I'm that's out. Can yeah. confirm. It's Y E O H. I believe. Y E O H. Yes. Okay. So three, two, one. Yuan Wa. The dad. Incorrect. Which one? Sai Chen. Wait, we're both in? Sai Chen. Wait, who? Who? Waipu. Sai? The grandma? The grandma? yes. The grandma? Yeah, so here, here's the full quote. Uh, both Michelle Yao, who plays Ying Nan, and Sai Chen, who plays Waipu, have been Bond girls. Yao started in Tomorrow Never Dies in 1997 and starred in You Only Live Twice in 1967. Yeah. And had wow. a major role in Casino Royale 2006. Wow, she was a Bond girl. She was a Bond girl. Wow. Also, I'm pretty sure that I butchered this pronunciation, it's so okay. I will drink. <laughs> Look, it's all good. Good, all right. good job, Grandma. Yeah. Puck, give all us right. give us a trivia. Bring it, baby. Uh, okay. Let's see here. What did I have? Oh, this is this one I just thought was interesting. Um and it was something I was not familiar with. Uh it's less about the characters, it's more about something Katie says. Uh at one point uh when when they first go to China, uh Katie says I, I don't speak uh the language. I speak ABC. Uh which it, it's a double entendre, ABC like English, but ABC is actually an acronym for a real thing. What is if I say I speak ABC? What does that mean? Oh, wow! I speak ABC. Well, it was the guy. It was the dude. Yeah, John. John said it's yeah. okay. I speak ABC. It's okay, which was really funny. Oh yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so that actually stands for something. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Oh, that's. I don't. I I have a guess for. I have a guess. I, I got a guess, but it's a bad. It's guess. a bad guess. It's too. a bad guess. Yeah. Um. I I, I actually I think I have a guess. Okay. I have a good guess. All right. Yeah. Yeah, give us a countdown, baby. Okay. Do you want to go? You just say your answer first. It's really bad. Always be Chinese. Okay. Oh. Don't don't answer because mine was gonna be American by birth Chinese. Oh, that's oh okay. Good. You're you're the closest. Well, Amer- American born Chinese. Mine was American be Ameri- born Chinese. Oh, wait, I was, I was in Vegas. I, I had in, a guess yeah. too. Mine was American broken Chinese. Well, your Chinese. points don't count. Oh, so. That was good. Oh. That was Is bad. it because I'm a woman? No, because it's only <laughs> for them. I, <laughs> I mean, we, we encourage you to, an- to her again? We encourage our guests <laughs> Sorry, to answer the questions, though, to, to, for bragging rights. All right, Audrey, give us your next one. All right. Morris is voiced by D. Bradley Baker. Who what? else has he voiced in the MCU? You're kidding me. This guy's a D. Real Bradley voice. Baker? D. 
Bradley Baker. Who else has he voiced? Has he voiced so in the Marvel comic book universe? I'm trying to think, like who's the cinematic animated? universe? Yeah, in the whole MCU. The whole MCU. Actually, I'm surprised if you don't know this, Owen. I know who you're talking about because he's a very prominent voice actor. No, look, really, you you should know this. I don't even recognize the actor for how name. much of a fan you are of this specific film. This specific film. What's your favorite film, Owen? You I don't know if it's it his favorite, but he was a big fan of it when it came out. Who who I don't who has a voice? No one has a voice. Now hear me out. Uh, when I say voices, we're not talking about actual words. Yeah, no, yeah. he, well, this he guy, didn't say any words. This guy, I, Brando, I'll give you this guy is pretty much famous for voice acting as like creatures or monsters and just making sounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I figured. So like all creature. the almost all the animals in like Avatar: The Last Airbender is voiced by this guy. All right. Like he's, so he, let's yeah, hear it. He's Oppa. Creatures are in the MCU. Though. He's Oppa. He's vo- yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember. I can't oh just... wait, no, scratch MCU. Fuck. He's not. It's but not MCU. It's not MCU. You're messing me up. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I very quickly turned these into questions. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I mean, he's he's a voice of Appa. That's what I was going to say. No, this is a voice in another. This is a voice in DC. In DC? DC. Yeah. Is it a DC movie or DC? It is a DC movie. Like an animated movie? No, it is not. A live action one? It came out recently. What? Oh. You said you liked it, Owen. Oh I, yeah, I, I, I mean, I know I like I like this movie, but I'm trying to think of who he would be the voice of. I, I th- all right, I got an I got a I got an idea. I, I'm trying to think of someone in the Suicide Squad. <laughs> all right, well that's okay. Uh, I think I know who it is. Yeah. All right. All right three, so on three, two, one. Weasel. weasel. Uh, Sebastian the Rat. Oh yeah, shit. <laughs> Sebastian <laughs> the Rat. Oh, yeah. from from Ratcatcher. Yeah, yeah Ratcatcher. Oh, yeah. yeah, I remember You're that. You're killing us here, Aubrey. <laughs> That was Look, a real I can't question. help it. This is this is my <laughs> apparently my signature on these podcasts is to have the undoable <laughs> trivia. She's gonna come All right. No one's getting points today. I don't think so. Puck, give us your next question. Give us a softball, bro. Um Okay. So uh who so what Marvel superhero is the Mandarin a part of his uh ro- I kind of gave you a hint, but uh his rogue gallery. Like the Mandarin is a primary villain of one of Oh yeah, I know uh, who this. Yeah, is. I know this yeah. one too. Yeah. Three, two, one. Iron, Iron Man. Man. Follow up question: <laughs> When did the Mandarin first make an appearance? Ooh. In, com- Ooh. in comics. In comics. I have an answer to that. I know exactly what it is. No, you don't. I don't. Yeah. I feel like you're being really cocksure right <laughs> yeah, now. Uh, I'm trying to freak him out. I'm trying... Yeah, no, come <laughs> on, buddy. I know, I know you better this. That's yeah. a good one, Puck. I don't it's, know that one. Um, okay, uh, I think I got it. Yeah. All right, three. Two one sixty three sixty seven. In between both of you guys. Oh, oh. sixty five. Is the point go to the whoever was closest? Uh, yeah, we we've done. Yeah, we need points. Yeah, because Aubrey, we're not getting points. Audrey, going over. Audrey, <laughs> yeah, figure uh, it out. Audrey. I'm yeah. sorry, I said the wrong. Sixty four. Uh, that's me. Okay, I'm wounded. I made it through my. Oh, beer I just gave fast, my eleven so. points. That's you're gonna chalk <laughs> that's that too. I see you. All right, I got a point. Woo! Wait, what year was it? Sixty four. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. All right. Keep it going. Yeah, Audrey. All right. Aubrey. Mm. Mm. <laughs> okay, we're not going into that. Mm. Um, anyways, mm. uh, what? Mm, this yep. is a hard one. I don't all know right. if I should go for this one or not. Do it. Just do it. You know it. what? Give it to you. We like hard All ones. right, all right. Okay. Mm. What significance did the original release date of the Shang-Chi trailer and poster have? Oh, the trailer and poster. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, 19. I remember reading about this. What significance? Dude, that is, it has something to do with the cast. That's really, that is, uh, God, I'm going to guess on this one. Uh, yeah, I'm going to guess too. I got it. All right. All right. All right. Three, two, one. It's Wen Wu's birthday. It's Aquafina's birthday. <laughs> It's Semu Lu's oh, 32nd birthday. It's Shang-Chi's so birthday. Shang-Chi's birthday. Yeah. Shang-Chi's birthday. Shang-Chi. 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 Yeah, I don't drink. know. Shang-Chi. Yeah. No, I said Wait. it right. Or did Wait. you? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, we're, yeah. we're all out of drinks here. I know. We drank them all. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Him and I are the same age. We're only like six days apart from one another. Oh, yeah. that's adorable. All right, Puck. Next question. Okay. This is, this is actually a fun one. Um, so... There's a character in the in the movie that makes a cameo from a oh, I know this one. another mm-hmm. Marvel movie. It's the guy on the bus, the vlogger. He was in a what is I'll ask you what his name is just to see if you want to get some bonus oh, points. I don't know this one. Actually, but Owen told me uh-huh. this. What movie. what movie was he also in in the uh MCU? I I I can name I can give you his name and his I the, and the movie. I'm trying to remember what you told oh, me. Oh, it's we saw it. In, I remember. <laughs> yeah. I remember. Okay. I know what movie he's from. All right. Three, three two, one. Spider-Man. Homecoming. That's what I said. Homecoming. Yeah. He's he's the vendor guy, and I think that's literally his name is Vendor Guy or something like that. Well, no, he, has, he, ha- he has a name. In, in oh, that's right. In Spider-Man, it's just Vendor Guy. Yeah, Clev. He's, yeah, he's, he's the guy he's, that's he's like, like, do a split, a do flip, a flip, Spider-Man. Do a flip. Okay. You should not give me the point <laughs> for that because Owen was the one that told me when to see it. Yeah. He's like, oh, do you recognize that guy? Because I yeah, love that guy. Yeah. I thought that dude was hilarious. I did I did martial arts in, as a youth. You guys, oh, you guys ready? Yeah. Loved it. All right. What was asked of Xiling to avoid the association with the, quote, rebellious Asian girl stereotype during filming? Ooh. This was super interesting. I, like, deep dived into yeah, this, this topic. Yeah, I'm actually, like, that's why I try to give some good time for trivia because there's sometimes where there's, like, well, really like, good, cool things I want to talk about. me being a feminist, <laughs> I really deep dived on this one because I was like, what the, what now, is who that? Did, who did Jailene play again? She was the sister. The sister. The sister, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, what Jailene. should she avoid, to, what should she not what do? What was she asked to do? Uh-huh, to avoid mm-hmm. the rebellious yes. girls. This is before filming happened. Okay. She was asked to change something um, to avoid what is known as the, quote, rebellious Asian girl stereotype, end quote. Oh, I don't know, but I'm uh, going to take a guess. Yeah, I'm going to take a guess, too. All uh, right. Countdown? Yeah. Three, two, one. Cut her hair I was going to say grow her hair. Okay, these are both really interesting points. <clears throat> this was actually about the fact that she had a red stripe in her hair. So she had a piece of her hair that was dyed oh, red. Yeah. So if you look at and denote like Asian girl, rebellious Asian girl stereotypes with that history, like a very good one that most all of us have probably seen is Scott Pilgrim. Oh, yeah. yeah. So she he had blue stripes in her hair, right? Yeah. So this evidently is an ongoing theme in a lot of like films That's that portray. That's kind of portray, a trope, I guess. It yeah. is. Yeah. And so a lot of, you know, more, I guess, more feminist leaning filmmakers are now trying to get actors to move away from this so instead of like needing to separate yourself from asian culture by having different colored hair like to maintain a normal hair color to go away from the trope wow so she had a red stripe and she was asked to remove it for filming so that it wouldn't be a stereotype yeah that's cool i love how they cared about things like that they were like let's not be a stereotype and i was like bless yeah good job wow all right puck what we got bruh 
Can you follow uh, up on that? Give us something, a profound trivia question. Who, what color hair was the just dad? Just I just get really invested and I can't the, help it. Um, so in the com, I, don't, I can't remember if they, they mention it in the movie. But in the comics, like you said, Talau is like an adjacent-esque dimension. It's mm-hmm. a pocket dimension oh, okay. um, to a extraterrestrial race of people. They oh. do. Ha- they do have a name. They did not what? mention that. In the I movie. didn't know this. That's cool. They yeah. So like the, 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 the people like of Talo are, yeah. they are like they're not just like native Chinese people that found their way into a, a pocket dimension. They are their own thing. Really? Yeah. Puck, you're so cool. Wow. I don't know this one at all. That is cool, actually. Yeah, I don't know the name either. All right, boys, you ready? I don't either. Yeah. All right. Any guess? Or yeah, no? I'll, I'll, I have a guess. All I don't right. even have a guess. Yeah, I got all a right, guess. Owen, you ready? Yeah. Three. Two, one. Xenomorphs. Scrolls. <laughs> Xenomorphs. <laughs> so, uh, with with my with my limited uh, understanding of how to pronounce uh, Chinese words, I think it's Xian. It's X I A N. Oh, Xian. 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 Yeah. Xian. That's the name. So there, there's like a in the comics, they're like a race. They're like an alien race. We're gonna get into a lot of trouble by mispronouncing everything. I'm trying my best. I know we're doing uh, our best. That's really cool. So that's they, super rad. They, I guess they they're like Kryptonians. They just kind of look human. Jian yeah. is means immortal or transcendent in Chinese Taoism. An immortal, it's an immortal who has achieved divinity through devotion. I watched an ancient aliens da- episode on yeah, this to pra- to Taoist uh, practices and teachings. That's cool. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah, so that's a cool little super time. Super rad. Yeah, I didn't that's know that. Cool. I didn't, I didn't know the, the history of it. Yeah. I, I like Googled the word because I figured, like, oh, cool, here we go. And I was really hoping to overtake Owen in this episode. Yeah, I don't think I don't that's think happening, that's bro. <laughs> I got two and you got zero. I'm going to give you one for because you did remember the fact. I got a toss up one that maybe you can get. Maybe Owen doesn't know. Yeah. All right. Well, I want to. Let's hear it, Pucky. Oh, all right. uh, what, Pucky. what was the name of the club that his sister ran? Oh, I remember this one. <gasps> I don't remember. The that. name of the club. club. The Fight yeah, Club. The Fight Club that she runs. Oh my don't talk gosh! About it. I don't. I don't even. How do you remember? Well, you saw it. Twice. I've seen the movie twice. Yeah, look at Owen flexing on everybody. I just want to let everybody uh, know who's listening wrong. that he's he like dancing. Oh in the yeah, corner. yeah. I am. I'm competitive. Oh, so see, I like I, you're right. It's not truly fair to be asked questions about a movie that you've <laughs> no. seen once. Yeah. Hey, this we is what I signed I, I offered. I, I like, looked come these up. I didn't know these. I like studying for this. All right, Audrey, give us the countdown. All right, let's hear a three, two. One. The Bruce Lee Fight Club. <laughs> Golden Daggers. Oh. Golden Daggers is correct. Mm-hmm. Which that is a throwback to the old comic That's book. That's correct. Because ding, ding, it was ding. an old corporation of his father, or technically wasn't his father, it was Fu Manchu, which then they got rid of. Right, because it, racist. It That's super That's racist. good. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I should, sorry, Golden I daggers. misspoke. Not extraterrestrial, extra-dimensional. interesante. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, I have two more. I'm going to go with the one that's like fun that I just kind of discovered when I was. All right. All right. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> All right. What, l- re- what la- 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 which there. record label is primarily used in Shang-Chi and what sets this record label apart from others? Well, we know that they're uh, producing Hotel California. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh-uh. This is like the original songs that we saw. In the song, in the actual soundtrack. That I mean, I, I don't not... know. I don't know the name of the studio, but I can. I have a pretty good guess of what makes them. Because Joji is a part of said record label, and I'm in love with him. Oh, I have no idea. 
So the record label. Okay. Well, well, okay well, yeah, just go because neither one. I don't know. Yeah, okay. I'm going to guess the significance is they primarily. Yes. Uh, have Asian Americans. That's correct. Yeah. Uh, the record label's name is uh, name is 88 Rising. I think that. Uh, oh, that's Brian right. Brian Rich yeah. owns it, if I'm not mistaken. That's cool. Um, the only reason I know about them at all is because of my absolute obsession with Joji. Is that? Uh, he's a part of them. Is that related to the crazy 88 in uh, Kill Bill at all? No. Oh, God, okay. I think 88 Rising, I think they probably started in like the late 2000s. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Rich, Rich, Rich Brian is that's his cool. name. That's a cool name. Mm-hmm. All right, Puck. You got any softballs? <laughs> uh, ba We'll what is the uh, what is the God given name of uh, the abomination? Oh, I I know that. I you know I think I know this. Yeah. yeah. All right. Dude, I don't no. actually. You're talking about his real name, like as a person, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Not Tim. Not Tim uh, Roth. The character. Not, not 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 the actor's name. Do you yeah. know what it is? Yeah. Okay, I know what it is. Three, two. Emil Blanc. Emil Hirsch. <laughs> I think those are both actors, aren't there? <laughs> Emil Hirsch is the guy from fucking. <laughs> uh, well, what what what's he in? Uh, I, it doesn't matter. It's not Emil Hirsch. Well, I gotta look him up. Now. Yeah. <laughs> what was it's Emil? It's Emil Blanc, isn't Man, it? I thought uh, it was Emil Blonsky. Blonsky. Ah, I was close. All right. Uh, All right, Audrey, go ahead and give us our my last... last and final question, yeah. which nobody will get because okay. this was something really deep and weird I'm that no I decided Hershey to look up. Rando. Yeah. How do I know his name? All right. So, during the bus fight, a woman has her laptop split in half. <laughs> Why would she have been able to recover her work? Oh, I actually know this this answer. Do you really? Yeah, I think I do. Interesting. I looked this one up and I was like, what? Yeah. Wait, there's an answer to it? I there don't... is an answer. Yeah. Because well, remember like, okay, so they're on the bus, right? And yeah, yeah, uses yeah, a laptop yeah. as a shield. It gets cut in half. Uh-huh. So all of us, at least some of us who went to school for a long time and have a lot of trauma from it, are like, <laughs> um, that's her entire like degree work saved on that laptop. So how yeah. is it that she- The would... cloud. It's not the cloud. It's, it's not, not that. I have an answer for okay. this. This is a specific I, three, reason. Three, yeah. two, two, one. It, he the, didn't destroy the hard drive. The hard drive's placed off to the side. It's not in the center of a- Yeah, he yeah. just cut the screen off. No. He, no. He, so, so the he hard drive it. typically is actually kind of adjacent center. So in most laptops, like a PC, random PC, random Apple would be considered like off adjacent right side or left yeah. side. And it would have been cut in half. But in this specific laptop, which is called an HP Folio <laughs> 940 Okay. The hard really drive doing is this? specifically <laughs> located <laughs> on the side. There we go. Get the fuck out of here. I was right, but for totally accidental reasons. I, so, I, so, I still gave you that point. Come I on. thought he just, I thought the laptop was I open. I thought it was fun. <laughs> Puck is mad at me, you guys. All right. I'm not so, mad at anybody. No, it's Puck wonderfully difficult. That's yeah. such an absurd thing. Here we go. Oh, so God. today's final score, oh. uh, I got four correct, and Brando, you got two correct. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Which gives you a total score of 33, All right. and me a total score of 36. Okay, that's not bad. Not Three bad. points. Good job, boys. I'm, I'm going to send you the questions ahead of time next time. <laughs> yeah, I'm also going to do that just so that we can make 
Owen so you lose. don't what, you don't want to see my dance moves? I don't want to see anything <laughs> don't see any with you moves. being yeah. excited. Ain't nobody yeah. trying to see that. If I see you sad, I might feel better. No. Well, funny. the only thing <laughs> wider than your pronunciation of people's names is your dancing. Got him. Hey, I'm okay with that. Well, Ooh. I got to say. My, my white people dancing is what gets me <laughs> all the lovely ladies. I just feel like that's a lie. Well, you know, look. When you're me and you have to wake up every day as me, there's some lies you can tell yourself. Self-confidence <laughs> is free. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he does it. that for free, Nobody yourself. paid yeah. him to you, say that. You, you can make yourself, you can make self-confidence as much as you want. Self-esteem is you know what? whatever the, you want the it real to be. Story, the real story behind this podcast is that you can be as confident as you want with no merit whatsoever behind it. <laughs> Because we are just some dudes sitting around talking well, about I, stuff. On last week's episode, Brandon, you said it best. It's like we never claim to be experts. Oh, we not just at all. enjoy talking. I will say, though, there is a reason why the two of you are uh, second-time guests on here. Because you're so awesome and you're Aww. so fun. And yeah. I've had a blast with you guys, seriously. It's been great. <laughs> you're the best. You're the, where can we be friends with you on the internets? Oh, yeah. We have internet social medias. That's right. Uh, <laughs> uh, he immediately looks so, at me. Listen, the last <laughs> time I did this, I think I, I gave everybody my like the wrong Probably. Instagram. I think so. But so, you have like eight Instagrams. That's also fair. So listen, my uh, my personal profile on Instagram is A-U-D-D-L-Y period enough. Oddly enough at Instagram.com. I love Instagram.com. That. That's such a cool name. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then I stream on Twitch uh, and you can find me there as A-U-D-X-B-B. Nice. BB. Are you going to say it, Puck? <laughs> no, I had to take it down because, you know, OnlyFans <laughs> is getting rid of sexual content. Oh, no, no, no. They lost the lawsuit, so we're yeah, allowed no, to, I yeah. mean. I also did find out that I, uh, it, what I thought was pronounced mukbang forever, it's mukbang is the actual name of it. Oh, it's okay. like the, the huh. eating videos. Mukbang. Wait, is Muck this a bong. real thing you're telling us about? Yeah, I remember I like I said I made the joke about my OnlyFans. It was called Puck Bang, but it was it was a pun on Mukbang, oh, yeah. which is where people just sit there and eat. It doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think there's enough people that have listened to this episode and also my previous episode to even get the joke that we're all talking about right now. Puck, can you make an OnlyFans where you're just eating? That, you know, yeah, it's called, would, it's called I Puck Bong. I would like to subscribe. It's called Puck Bong, and I Puck-a-bong. just eat, uh, eat a Arby's? lot of Arby's. Arby's yeah. Shout out to Arby's. Hey, where the hell are Arby's. you for real, Puck? <laughs> <laughs> uh, my Instagram's uh, Pucky Terrahawk, P-U-C-K-Y underscore T-E-R-R-A-H-A-W-K. Yeah. Uh, if you really want to find me. Yeah, we'll be cool. friends. And we are... Banter and Such Podcasts on Instagram. And, of course, you can find our mothership, the Helios Network, on Instagram as well. Yeah. And please listen to our sister podcast, Hammered and Helios, which is an absolutely hilarious Rowdy, drunken Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Can confirm. That's wonderful. It's That's a whole wonderful. lot of fun to do. Well, all you guys out there, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Banter and Such. Next week, we are going to be talking about probably, this is, I'm not kidding you, it's going to be my favorite topic we have had so far. Woo-hoo. What are you talking about? Batman movies. You didn't invite me? No, not this one. You no. can't be on every, every single, single one. Yes, we oh, have. <laughs> We have uh, an amazing human being coming on. Venus is her name, and she's a very famous <gasps> drag queen here in town. She's perfect. And one of the biggest Batman nerds. When I proposed this idea to have her on the podcast, she goes, Batman, Batman, we're going to do Batman, right? It's like, yeah, of course, yeah, sure, that's what you want to do. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I'm Brando. And I'm Owen. And until next week, may your week be filled with BS. 
All right. Uh, I'm ready when you guys are. All right. Are we recording? We are recording. Hey, welcome to Banter and Such. Wait, sorry. <laughs> hey, welcome to the Banter Such podcast. I'm Owen. <laughs> and with me is my co-host. <laughs> Let me try it again. 